Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here. In uh, um, right here on the C.L. Bryant show. Uh, got a great show coming up for you today. Uh, I was glad that uh, we got a chance to spend some time together, just you and me, uh, yesterday. And uh, so uh, today's guest, um, at the bottom of the hour, I have um, an, a longtime friend, a uh, longtime acquaintance as well, um, Dr. Gina Loughton. Dr. Gina Loughton is going to be on with me. You might remember a book that she and Morgan Brittany and uh, uh, our, our friend Anne-Marie uh, Morell uh, wrote back in the day called What Women, Women Really Want. And we're going to talk to her a little bit about that, as well as how this women's vote uh, may be maybe deceptive as to how women actually feel about Donald John Trump and uh, who it is they're they're actually polling when they talk about women and uh, the women's vote here in this country. Dr. Gina will be on with me at the bottom of this hour, and then coming up, <clears throat> pardon me, at the top. Of the next hour, I have a student. In fact, he's the president of the student body there in um, Bel- at Bel- Belmont University in Cleveland, Ohio, where the um, the uh, well, I'm not Belmont in Cleveland, but there in Nashville at Belmont, Nashville. That's where they say it there. In, in <laughs> why did I say Belmont uh, or Cleveland? But he he's in Nashville, and uh, he'll be attending. The debate tonight, and of course, like I said, he is president of the student body there at Belmont University. And then finally, today, uh, Kimberly Fletcher, who will be live with us from the Supreme Court, um, she'll be at a rally, women's pro-Barrett event, co-Amy, uh, pro-Amy Coney Barrett event. Uh, so a real jam-packed show today. I'm going to kick it off with Gina, and uh, then we're going to move into listening to what a young man, a college student, president of his student body. So, you know, he's an upwardly mobile young man, um, has to say about uh, his anticipations of tonight's debate. And then we're going to hear uh, from someone who is at a uh, up the... Um, nomination and the ascension of Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court of the United States, the SCOTUS. She has been sent from committee and uh, looks like Monday the president will have achieved something that is absolutely historical. Uh, And I think tonight, uh, you know, you think that there were fireworks 
in its own way, there were fireworks at the last presidential, live presidential debate. And they could have had the second one because that stage was plenty big enough to have two men on that stage. If they even wanted to have screens up, they could have had that. This was just a bunch of, uh, as Joe Biden would say, and I got a, a real talk coming out real soon called, uh, that has something to do with malarkey. Uh, that was just a bunch of malarkey. But what's not malarkey is how Joe Biden is going to be hit tonight by the president of the United States. Let me tell you how the president is going to hit him. I mean, he's going to give him a a, a stiff uh, shot to the liver when uh, he points out that there is a witness. In fact, someone who would say that they're an eyewitness, a former lieutenant in the United States Navy. His name's... uh, 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 Tony Blonsky. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you what he's saying. He is saying that the, the big guy that is spoken of in this email is Joe Biden. He says that Hunter Biden calls his father or even at the time called his father the big guy. Okay? That's what this witness is indeed confirming. He's confirming it. And he is also saying that Joe Biden was lying to you and me, the American people, When he looked into the cameras and he said these words, Tony Bobolinsky, this is what Tony Bobolinsky said about Joe Biden. Bobolinsky says that he overheard. Now, now, this is a guy ready, willing to go on record, and he's going to be going on record next week. He, he's saying that he overheard Joe Biden frequently talking to, uh, referencing uh, his son about his business and what was going on over there. And, folks, if you have any common sense, you must know that fathers and, and and see a lot of times these sons don't realize. And if you're a father, a guy who's been around your son, you, you watched him grow up. You watched your son. You know him. You know your children. Let's say, just say you're a parent that's been around your children. You know them. But this is one thing that sons don't really realize about their uh, their fathers. Their fathers are always looking to see shades of themselves in their sons. Joe Biden had to know 
that his son was not qualified to be in that position no more than he was qualified to be in that position. It's not like he had sent his son to school to specialize in doing uh, research and giving advice on geological formations which create natural gas pools. Huh? Are you hearing me? Every father knows the capabilities of his sons and, and he knows what, what they're not capable of. Joe Biden had to have known that Hunter was getting the. Let's just say that Joe Biden is, is, is telling the truth about he didn't get his nose in Hunter Biden's business and he didn't talk to Hunter Biden about his business and Hunter didn't know anything about his business, okay? Let's just say that was true. Let's just say that that's true. You know it's a lie, but let's just say it's true. Double whammy here for Joe. How in the world would you expect the vice president of the United States to have a son be chosen to a board of a company as powerful and as wealthy as Burisma? And you not inquire about it at all, especially knowing the capabilities or let's say the lack of capability that your son has. We're going to talk to Dr. Gene Loudon about it uh, at the bottom of the hour. But is that even within the, the, the scope of human resistibility? (laughs) listen can you be I guess you could but you'd have to be a moron to to be to actually do this so the question comes up can you be vice president of the United States have a son who you know he went to law school or did he did he I don't know did he well he got kicked out of the Navy I don't know if he went to law school but he got kicked out of the Navy. Uh, well, no, I'm thinking about Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo went to law school. Andrew Cuomo's a law, an attorney. In fact, Andrew Cuomo is actually a pretty decent New York attorney, actually. He's not a great mayor, but he was a pretty decent New York attorney. Uh, but no, I don't think Hunter Biden went to law school. It was a misstatement of mine. He did get kicked out of the Navy, and I'm, I'm assuming that we're presuming, I shouldn't assume, but we're presuming that this guy, Tony uh, Bobulinski, is who was a lieutenant in the Navy, didn't get kicked out too. So that we can actually uh, have some credibility to what he's saying. So if, if Tony Bobulinski, who is saying that he can confirm that Joe Biden is the big guy, he can confirm that Joe Biden looked into the camera of America, into the eyes of American people who were listening to that uh, conversation, 
and said that he knew nothing about Hunter Biden's laptop or, or no, nothing about Hunter Biden's dealings with the Chinese or the Russians. If he can confirm this, then friends, I am saying to you, you can stick a fork in Joe Biden because he will never be president of the United States, even those who are going to go vote for him. And uh, listen, Joe Biden, having cast a vote for Joe Biden at this point in time may actually within itself cause people to never want to mail in a vote again until voting day. (laughs) Because listen, if you are a dyed in the wool Democrat and you Decided, well, before all this broke, you're going to vote for Joe. And you cast your vote for Joe before Hunter appeared. You may be that person who will single-handedly make sure that America does not do any distant uh, remote voting or, or, or absentee voting or even though it's all legal, you know, and, and mail out voting. I guess I should say mail out mail in voting ever again. You can do the absentee. You can do the early voting. I've already voted myself. And I would feel the same way if all of a sudden uh, somehow uh, uh, something crappy comes up about DJT, which I, it's not going to happen. No, no I'm, I'm just I'm just betting the whole farm on it. And and when we were talking about uh, ten for the big guy, I, I would bet the farm that they were not talking about ten dollars. I would bet the farm that they were not talking about $10,000. 10 for the big guy. We're talking about 10 million. For the big guy who Tony Bobolinsky, retired or, or, or former lieutenant in the United States Navy, former business partner of Hunter Biden is saying that in that email, the reference to the big guy getting 10 million, Joe Biden. Friends, if this is so, and of course, hey, Joe uh, deserves at least more than the, at least what the president of the United States should have gotten, and that is due process. But make no mistake about it, my good friends, this is turning into one of those due process types of situations for candidate Sleepy Joe. Oh, Joe's got to feel like he just stepped all in it. Even thinking about running for president of the United States, Joe, what would I guess this this would have been getting the nominations, the, the crown jewel to basically a lackluster. They just let him listen. Joe's been around 47 years. He's run two times before. 
Uh, Listen, we can't get... Bernie Sanders is just not going to work. Kamala, she dropped out. Buttigieg, well, you know, you know the problem that we're going to have with him if we let him go now. Got to wait for Buttigieg for a little while, but believe me, folks, they're going to put up Buttigieg here in just a couple of years. Just about four years. But four years after now. Buttigieg comes to light. Believe me, he comes to light. So they went with Joe. They held their noses. They got a, a Joe made a deal with the devil. Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Bernie Sanders, he made a deal with them to get the nomination. Now he has to lie every time he turns around in order to keep them happy, knowing that he doesn't believe a word of what he's saying. Must be a hellacious life for a 77-year-old man to live. You're totally speaking against your principles. And guess what is coming down the pipeline at your old dude? (laughs) Oh, I'm not too far behind him, see? But I'm much younger than he is. You know, I'm much younger than he is. He's an old dude. I'm not. And for him to be handling this, for him to be coming at him like this, Oh, heck, I have nearly 20 years from I'm near where Joe is. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> if Joe Biden having to deal with all of that, knowing that he is the leftovers, that the Dems are simply heating up and serving to the American people. It, it, it's sad. It must be sad for him to think that that's exactly what happened. It's not that they wanted him. No, in actuality, uh, the people really wanted Bernie more than they wanted you. But the party didn't, Joe. The party didn't want Bernie more than they were willing to tolerate you. It must be a, a sad state of events, uh, affairs, to, to realize that uh, you're only, uh, Joe, uh, you're leftovers in the Democrat Party. They're serving you up. And now here comes down the pike this thing that very well could taint the Biden name for now and for always. Actually, it's a very, very sad turn of events for you, Joe. I actually feel bad for you, but I'm glad that it has been exposed right now. Marie Harp is even trying to keep a a smile on her face, but you can tell that it's strained. I can't wait to see her again. God bless you. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't go away. Dr. Gina Loudon coming up at the bottom of the hour.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. C.L. back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I also want to... um, Thank uh, Red State, Red State Talk, for welcoming us into their family. It's been a really good relationship. Also, I, I want to encourage you to download free the Red State, Red State um, app onto your uh, favorite device, along with the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. And um, you can hear all of our shows just live and streaming uh, on uh, the largest talk platform in uh, the country. And uh, that is Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the talk monster and the most listened to throughout the land. want to um, uh, thank all of our terrestrial stations for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation as well, particularly up there in Utah, to call them out by name, Loving Liberty, uh, owned and uh, it is um, run managed uh, by a group of wonderful people. Kathy Smith sitting at the head of that Loving Liberty. Uh, Thank them for bringing us on as well. Um, Friends, um, (laughs) and coming, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this here with Dr. Gina in just a minute. Uh, She's up in Wisconsin from what I understand. Uh, She's actually uh, speaking at an event in uh, Wisconsin, and she may be a little bit late coming in. Uh, I understand Michelle has just texted me and said she's getting off. Uh, she's just about to get off stage too, and she's closing out a speech. She's touring with Women for Trump up in uh, Wisconsin today, and she is also national co-chair of Women for Trump twenty twenty. Real America's Voice is her. Uh, She's president of programming for that, and I certainly uh, look forward to speaking with her. In fact, um, you know, hey, Gina, you might need to hook a brother up with <laughs> America's Voice. We'll get that done. We'll expand on into there. And so we're looking forward to talking to her here in just a minute. And what I was saying is, before we went to, to break, what I was saying is, isn't it sad to have spent if you if you were if you were this guy if you were this guy but picture yourself as this person as this person you have spent 47 years in politics 
up on the hill, up on the Congress. 47 years is basically my lifetime. Except for a few teen years. <laughs> yeah, that's my lifetime. He's spinning up on Capitol Hill. Nothing really to show for being there. You've run for president twice. And twice, you never got more than 1% of your party's confidence. Twice. Uh, the third time that you run for president, which is happens to be this time in 2020, you're, you're running for president. And the only reason that you got the nomination over a over Bernie Sanders, the only reason that Joe Biden got the nomination over Bernie Sanders is that Bernie is an identifiable Marxist. Joe, the only reason that your party did not go with Bernie is because he identified himself with being a Marxist and a socialist. If Bernie had kept quiet about that, and if he just played it down, you wouldn't have the nomination now. You would have the distinction of having served as the VP of the first black president in the nation. And you would have had the distinction of someone who missed their chance. You could have been president because the inactivity that went on in the Clinton, in in the uh, Obama administration and the Clinton administration. <laughs> when you were senator, you were senator all during the Clinton administration. And, uh, of course, you 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 didn't want uh, any of this stuff. With, you said the same thing about Bill that you, uh, about Monica Lewinsky, that you're saying about this thing that's going on with Hunter Biden. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring up that clay t- the tape. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Yes, you did. And so this is the thing that uh, I believe you need to understand. And that is, it's a sad state of affairs when we consider what you're facing. All of that time spent in the United States Senate and serving the people or at least going back to office because I cannot see anything that you have ever done that was a true service to your people, to the people. And now this, and Dr. Gina will be on with us here in about six minutes. This, Joe, it's... It's brutal for anybody 
anybody to have lived through what you have lived through in 77 years to have survived a brain aneurysm oh yeah that's part of what's wrong with Joe Joe suffered a, a light aneurysm he suffered an aneurysm He'll tell you himself that it was touch and go. That's what's wrong with him. You 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 survived the loss of uh, the tragic loss of, the, of your wife and daughter. It's just tragic, Joe. You survived all of that. You just couldn't pull off a presidential campaign. You just didn't have the right stuff. You never did. Your party knew you never did have it. The only reason Obama chose you because you were no threat. Let's just be, listen, let's just be honest here. Joe Biden was no threat to Barack Hussein Obama. He was as amiable as a golden retriever that somebody really wants. Probably going to get him one. But Joe was never a threat. Listen, there's nothing threatening about the smile on a golden retriever's face. In fact, I've never met a golden retriever that was not just an absolute pussycat, <laughs> adorable dog, best dog in the world. I prefer Dobermans, though. <laughs> yeah, I prefer Dobermans. Uh, some that someone that I know prefer the golden retriever because you know they're real. They have that type personality too, real sweet, cuddly, nice, all that type thing. You know, golden retriever. That, that's your dog. Me, I'm more of a Doberman type. And that's also what I prefer in my leaders is to be more aggressive. That may be why I like Trump. And those of you who, you know, are in that camp, you, you like the jovial side of him. And, and he's a lot, so he's, he is uh, really fun to be around. He's very funny. But I like the attack dog side of him. The sad thing for Joe Biden is that the legacy that's going to be left behind, and I have a feeling that this president is going to make sure that this legacy is left behind on Joe Biden, at least until after November 3rd, when he hands Joe Biden a beaten that no one in this country will forget they witnessed happen. You heard it here on this show. Listen, folks, I have I have stepped way out on the limb in this last week 
And I have told you. I have told you. That. I would stake my professional reputation. On these words. The president will win big. Everyone that I talk to and I'm talking to you, talk to you every day. The president will win big. Now, don't you go and sit down because the only way he wins big. There's a caveat here is the only way that he wins big is if you go. And vote. Talking about all of you who claim to be conservatives fiscally, all of you claim to be that fiscally. The only way that this happens is that you go and vote. Do not let me talk about you uh, once we get all the the voting data in and the results in, and then we start breaking down who voted and who didn't, what counties came in and what didn't, what Republican precincts turned out, what didn't. Don't let me talk about you. I, I, I will find, pre, I will, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to tell you something. You precinct chairs and all you, you people who are, are, are you know, are, are Republican GOP leaders in your in your area, you better hear me right now. It will be the job of every conservative talk show host in this country to pull you out and expose you for the frauds that you will be if you don't turn out the vote in your various precincts for DJT, for this president. You had better get this done. Or just get out of politics because it will do you no good if you fail this time. And Republicans, I, I have to point it out. I got to do it. Might as well start right now. Might as well tell you right now. You have been known, especially back in the Boehner days and back in the Paul Ryan days and back in the days when, yes, John McCain was still in the Senate. And um, Megan, you know, you know, I love you. Uh, Megan McCain, I'm not I'm not speaking bad about your dad. I'm speaking bad about the time that he was the times that he was in the Senate. It just seems as though Republicans were wishy washy. You know that. But just the same. This is on you, Republicans. This is on you. Turn that vote out. If that vote gets turned out, then I am saying to you, Donald John Trump will win big and all indications, even though uh, I got to motivate you sometimes. You got to be stimulated and motivated sometimes because you get complacent. And then you start crying, whoa, pitiful me after it's all over, said and done, and you could have done something about it. That's the situation that we're facing. It's important that you do something about it. I'm calling out, hey, listen, 
we had better not lose this race at all, or I'm calling out and I'm calling on every uh, national radio host to call out every precinct chair, Republican precinct chair, wherever they are, call you out for the frauds that you will become if we don't turn out the vote for this president in this 2020 election. I want uh, to welcome back to the show uh, a very good friend of mine and someone who I have the utmost respect for. Uh, She is uh, not only uh, a radio host in her own right, but also uh, the chief programmer for Real America's Voice, uh, national co-chair of Women for Trump 2020. In fact, she's on the trail right now in Wisconsin with that movement. Help me welcome back to the show my good friend, Dr. Gina Loudon. How are you, friend? Oh, I am just so happy to be on this show with you today and your audience. Thank you so much for having me back. Glad that you're there, uh, Dr. Loudon. Uh, Gina, let me ask you this now. You're on the road in Wisconsin. Um, You're a woman who is leading the charge for the president. Is there any truth to the fact that the president does not appeal to American women? Talk to us. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is absolutely laughable. I can tell you that every single stop, I've seen a disproportionate, maybe 70 to 80% of the crowds that show up passionate, out there knocking on doors, out there making phone calls for our president, really just putting it out there. Um, they're women. And, you know, women, we vote for reasons of security, usually economic and also um, national security are two things that are paramount. And if you look at one one very simple fact, I want every woman in your audience and every person in your audience to think back to 2015, 2016 election. And I laid awake at night worrying that my children's lives were going to be altered by a terrorist attack and a subsequent war. Um, I have military-aged boys, and I was very, very concerned about that. Donald Trump has completely changed that. He has wiped terror off of the list. It used to be a top three issue in the presidential campaign. This time, it's not even a top ten concern. CL, if that doesn't tell you the accomplishments, and that's if you forget about what he's done for the economy, forget about what he's done uh, in the Middle East, forget about what he's done uh, just for religious freedom and uh, in reducing unemployment and all of the incredible tax cuts and lack of regulations that we enjoy now because of this president. If you forget all that, you put it all aside. Uh, the fact that we don't have to worry about terror the way we used to in any way, shape, or form, at least not national terror issues, is just stunning. Now, the only terror we have to deal with is the left, and they've become a bunch of terrorists, and it's sad to say it, but it's just absolutely true. So that makes the vote really simple for those of us who have logic. We're on with Dr. Gina Loudon. Gina, I want you to stay with me through this brief break uh, up against the clock here. Now, we'll return with Dr. Gina Loudon. She's on tour with Women for Trump, where she co-chairs there in Wisconsin. When the C.L. Bryant Show returns with more after this break. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up you thought I was to die for. So you 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And my special guest is Dr. Gina Loughton. And I want to thank all of you for coming along with us here over the Talk Monster Red State Talk throughout the Fruited Plains, the largest talk platform in the nation, coast to coast and border to border. Listen to uh, throughout the Fruited, Fruited Plains and around the globe. Also, if you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above Ripley's. Believe it or not, in the Red State Talk billboard is right right there and 24 hours a day every hour the cl bryant show does pop up there on that uh, big old billboard about a half block from where they drop the big ball and OCL's face looking right back at you. And friends, I want to thank all of the other terrestrials who replay the show and uh, want to thank them for bringing us into their families. On with me is radio host in her own right, Dr. Gina Loudon. She's on tour, Women for Trump, where she serves as national co-chair. And Gina, when I think back over, you know, it's been years now that uh, you and I have known each other, almost almost a 11 years back, uh, well, it's been 11 years since the Tea Party started, and you're and I original Tea Partiers, and I, I'm looking at the evolution of where our country has come from at that point in time to where we are. My question for you is, is Donald Trump what we were looking for even then? Is that what we were trying to uh, <clears throat> bring about even then? Uh, talk to us about that. Yeah, I mean, literally, I feel like the Tea Party was the impetus to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the personification of the prayer of the Tea Party. I feel like he is what God sent us in answer to our collective prayer as Tea Partiers. I really do believe that. Um, I don't think Donald Trump would have ever been elected president if it weren't for the Tea Party. And um, I don't think that the sentiments of the Tea Party and the activism would have ever come to to fruit to bear um, if it weren't for the election of the president, Donald Trump. So, yeah, 100%. I think they are hand-in-hand, inextricably linked for history. Let me ask you this, then, about the debate tonight. And we have seen over the past nearly four years now, well, it's been four years since he rode down that escalator to announce his presidency, and an unusual assault upon this president. Gina, are we going to see anything different uh, in this debate as we have witnessed with Mike Wallace and others in past handlings of this president? What are you anticipating tonight? Well, I anticipate our president to be strong as ever um, on his game. I saw him this week, by the way, before I left on the bus tour with Women for Trump. Um, I saw him as I was, for my new network, Real America's Voice, I was covering um, the, um, the 
the uh, town hall, and I, so I was down at Doral, and I saw him before and after. He gave his speech, and he's looking stronger than ever. He's more clear-eyed. He's more clear vision. I tell you what, TL. I had COVID, and I don't look 20 years younger after having COVID, but somehow the president got COVID, and he looks 20 years younger after having COVID. I really completely don't understand it, but, but it's, ama- it's an amazing thing to watch. But Gina, and, and he look, really is on his game. But, but folks, yeah. I got to tell you, and if, if you've ever seen Dr. Gina Loud, Loud, and I don't care who you are, she's absolutely gorgeous. Can't be over 25. Oh. There is no way uh, that, uh, <laughs> that, that that's happening. And so, Gina, when we think about then how this is all shaking out and we're looking at sleepy joe now coming into our uh, peripheral in fact he's coming quickly into our peripheral vision does this hunter biden thing affect this in any way neither of us have a crystal ball but there has to be something mentioned tonight about this talk to us Oh, a thousand percent. Um, you know, my my business partner, uh, John Solomon, who's joined Real America's Voice now um, and with Just the News, he's become our news partner with the network. And, you know, he's done so much of uncovering uh, everything that we've seen. And we've known a lot of it was true. But now... CL. Now we have it in their own words. We have it with witnesses. We have it, uh, you know, emails with all of the data and evidence and documentation that anyone should need to be reporting on this. And yet still reporting on it. Will it affect the election? Yes. Because if you have a big wart in the middle of your face and you put green makeup on it to try to cover it up like the like the fake news is doing right now with this story, it's only going to stand out more. The minds of the voters are going, well, if they're going to lie to us about this, oh my goodness, what else are they lying about? And now we know. Now they know. And I think people are flipping like crazy uh, over to the Republican Party. They may not be vocal, but I think you'll see it. I think you'll see it when, when we have our election results. And we are looking forward to those election results. And speaking of election results, Dr. Gina Loudon, let me then ask you about these mail-in ballots. Is the president uh, barking up the wrong tree or is he sounding an alarm when, we're, when he's uh, telling us that this could turn out to be a disaster for us if we go forward with this? Well, uh, you know, the president is very insightful, and he's always playing 3D chess, as you know, and he has great vision. So I, I just I just don't doubt him uh, when he says that there's a threat there. But I think it is really interesting that so much of the early voting in some of these key swing, swing states is coming in. Uh, surprise, surprise for Donald Trump. Yeah. And I think that's a big shock for the Democrats, and they are in panic, and that's why they're hiding Biden. That's why they're hiding Harris. That's why they're hiding Hunter, because they don't want this information out there. They know you put any three, any of the three of them in the spotlight right now, and you're just going to get questions from a public that is demanding to know the truth. Gina, I want you to tell everybody about America's Voice and uh, the network that you have there. And Michelle, we need to talk to Dr. Gina about America's Voice and uh, that new network. And I certainly uh, want you to tell people how to get you to a place where they are so that they can hear. And uh, that, that wisdom that many times you share with us here on this program. Talk to us. 
Thank you. Thank you. Well, we saw a niche. Uh, there are conservative networks giving up conservative audience, and we were just uh, happy to build a television network that could become the new home for conservatives who wanted a television network. And that's exactly what we've done. And so the first thing that I did when I took over president of programming is partnered with John Solomon to handle all of our news departments. So our news is real news. It's not fake news, and it's not biased, and it's not opinion. Now, I will launch my my show next week and my show will be an opinion show like a Sean Hannity show or, or many of the others that you see but we separate news from opinion so that people are comfortable knowing what they're getting are you getting an opinion host are you getting a news host are you getting a news story are you getting my editorializing on that news story we have a brand new lineup with big names like uh, we have Governor Eric Greitens Navy SEAL former governor of Missouri. We have uh, David Brody. Um, we have Miranda Kahn, who's an amazing, uh, amazing talent out of Florida. And uh, just tons of people we're adding all the time. Our new linear lineup will be literally all day long. You'll be able to get us. And then we're bringing in shows on the weekend, like John Solomon will host a Meet the Crest style show on Sundays. Um, we have a Hispanic show that's kind of a Meet the, style, meet the Press style. So we're going to be answering the questions to all audiences. Um, Daryl Scott's launching, launching a new show. Just tons of exciting things happening on our network, and I want to make sure everybody comes and watches us. You can find us on Roku, Pluto, Dish. Uh, you can find us on, um, uh, gosh, pretty much everywhere if you're looking. We also have an app, and we have a website, so you can get us on your phone. I, I like to say any place that's glass, CL, you can find us. If you've got glass, you can find us. <laughs> and uh, and we're expanding that all the, all the time. So you'll be hearing a lot more from us in the days to come. I just absolutely love the opportunities that are out there right now, people, to get out the conservative message. And Gina, I want to applaud you on that. And uh, God bless you and God keep you. I have one last question for you. It's about legacy, Gina. Once you hang up your spurs and you and uh, Mr. Loudon are sitting there on the porch rocking and looking into the sunset, Give us uh, an idea of what you would want America, what you would want uh, the world to have said about Dr. Gina Loudon. <laughs> well, I joke with my children. They should just put on my tombstone, CL, that I died trying because I feel like a lot of my life has been spent in a pointless uh, political campaigns. That is until Donald Trump came along and he really has worked and delivered promises made promises kept like never before. Um, he looked at me right in the eye when I saw him this weekend between, uh, you know, before and after the town hall. And he said, you've been with me since forever and pointed in. I thought, you know what? Thank you for recognizing that. I didn't know if he knew that, but he did know that. And and I guess, you know, if I was a little tiny part, a little tiny cog in the engine that helped uh, elect the best president in history, then that's that's a great story for me. But my, my most important legacy will always be the moment that I look at the face of God and hopefully prayerfully with everything I am that he would say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's my that's why I wake up every day. Oh. That's my job as a mother, as a wife, as a political activist, as a television president, as a show host, as whatever it is I am. That's the goal, the ultimate goal. 
Amen to that, girl. And I, I certainly do appreciate that that message that you have left with us here today, Dr. Gina Loughton. And uh, thank you for that, Gina. I think you helped everybody. Uh, Thanks for well, asking. I love that question. Thank well, you. Bless you. And listen, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight, Dr. Gina. And thank you for being my friend and being a friend of the show. We'll have you back real soon. And Michelle, you heard me. I'll talk to you real soon, Gina. Thank you. Okie you doke. Know, thank you, guys. God bless you. Thanks for having me. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and that was Dr. Gina Loudon, and uh, we had her uh, on with us. Um, and um, I am just really excited about all the opportunities that are beginning to crop up and uh, here in uh, this um, country uh, right now for our message, the conservative message. Red State Talk is one of those platforms. Uh, in fact, we are the largest uh, talk platform in the country uh, and we're the most listened to in the country. And we th- and I see how the audience, God is allowing the audience to expand in ways that so many of us who are associated with uh, these platforms are we're Christians. We believe we're believers, you know. And uh, Dr. Gina, uh, certainly, uh, that unashamedly, unabashedly uh, believer in, 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 the all, in the power of Almighty God and in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, unashamed of that. People, I surround myself with people like that, you know, uh, Michelle, Michelle, spirit filled and. And, uh, you know, she's just, you know, and we're not talking about lunatic. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> but anyway, I'll bring her on. And we'll talk about that, that little joke there, a little thing. We're not, but we're not. We're not talking about lunatics or anything. We're just talking about people who understand the, the spiritual workings of, of Almighty God in this earth realm. Okay. <laughs> I'm CL, and I want to thank each and every one of you coming along. We had a, a great time there with uh, Dr. Gina. She was the late Dr. Gina, as usual, but uh, that's all right. She's uh, doing some things that she knows she can do, and I say that to everybody. Uh, if you know that there's something that you can do, that you want to do, that you're good at, why not go do it? Why not go do it? Make money at it. Because... That's what America's all about. Doing that thing that you're good at and making money doing it. That's what America's all about. Imagine if everybody found their thing that they're good at and they did. It doesn't matter how big or insignificant it may be, but you're good at it and you can actually turn a dollar in doing it. Why don't you go do it? Why did I ask Dr. Gina about, hey, I want to talk to you about America's voice because I'm good at that. Go do it.
Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border, over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the talk monster, the most listened to talk platform in the nation, and the largest talk platform in the nation. Thank you for coming along with us. All you folks traveling through time square look up above ripley's believe it or not and the red state talk billboard is right there above that iconic building and every hour 24 hours a day the cl bryant show does pop up there in times square on that big board about a half block away from where they drop the big ball in uh, Times Square. I wonder what's going to go on with that, Michelle, this year. I just don't know. But I certainly hope our nation gets back to business. I want to welcome to the show for the first time a young man. And folks, you know how I am when it comes to uh, cheering on young people who have conservative persuasions. Well, my next guest is just such a fella. His name is uh, Stevie uh, G- and Michelle, I hope I don't murder this name, uh, Giarno. Giarno. I grew up uh, um, um, in Italian neighborhoods, and um, most of my friends were Italians. And I think that's the right uh, pronunciation of that. Uh, Stevie Giarno is student body president of Belmont University, and he works for Senator Marsha Blackburn, one of our favorites. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Help me welcome for the first time to the C.L. Bryant Show, Stevie Giarno. How are you, brother? Am I killing your name? No, it was perfect. Thank you very much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stevie, for coming on with us. Now, give us a flavor for what uh, is uh, among in the student body uh, toward conservative thought there at Belmont. Talk to us. Well, I have to say that it is a great honor to be hosting the debate at Belmont and also to serve as student body president to be able to see this firsthand. There have been hundreds of student volunteers from both the right and the left, uh, despite COVID changing almost every aspect of how we originally thought the debate was going to go. Um, But I have to say that it is challenging to be a conservative at any campus in America today. Well, Stevie, how have we gotten to this point? Now, I know that you're a young man. You are are younger than my son. But just the same, you evidently have a finger on the pulse of a coming generation. Where will we be in five or ten years if you were to write the script? Where will we be in five or ten years if those who are opposed to your point of view write the script? Give us your take on that. Well, I think we're really at a crossroads in this election. 
We have the choice between freedom, opportunity, and liberty, and total government control and regulation. And, you know, as Americans, we believe that our rights have been given to us not by the government, but by God. The preamble talks of the goal of government being to secure the blessings of liberty. It is not to dictate what we can do, where we can go, what we have to buy, or what we have to say. And really, in this election, we are choosing between capitalism and socialism. And I think that's truly what's at stake in this election. And friends, this young man is absolutely right. In fact, he has nailed it. And this should give all of you hope because coming up behind us are minds still definitely planted with the spirit of Americanism. And there's nothing wrong with that word at all. Is there, uh, Stevie, um, a effort a movement even, to drum out patriotism from the hearts of our young Americans? Talk to us. Absolutely. I really think that we are being taught to hate America for all of the negative things in our history instead of celebrating the positive advancements we have made to society and the world as a whole. You know, unfortunately, in my generation, in school, we have never been taught about the Chinese Cultural Revolution or life behind the Iron Curtain or what anything about Venezuela before Hugo Chavez, a socialist, took over. We have been indoctrinated, and we are being indoctrinated to say that America is an awful country, America is evil, America is racist, when it has done more than any other nation ever in history to help people and give people opportunities that they would have never received in any other country in the world. You know... Folks, we're listening uh, to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. And you are listening to a young man who is the reason why we can have hope for the future, because this young man is speaking in the same language that my grandfather would have understood and his father would have understood about the blessings of liberty. I don't care how you came to these shores. It was, it has always been about the blessing of liberty. And Stevie, is there something missing in the mindset of our young people when they don't understand what a birthright they have been given by those who have come before them, regardless of the, of all the, sure, we, every family has dark things in their closets. Every family does. And America is a family. Uh, But are the American children, are our children, you are our children. We love you. Is it possible that you're wanting to trade your birthright for beans? What's going on? Well, I think right now we really need to focus on the advancements that this country has made, even in the last 50 and 60 years. Uh, I think too often we focus on the negatives when we have to say, this is where we have come from, and this is where we are, and this is what we aspire to be. And I really think that with it being so negative, all the time of America is such a bad country, America is evil, you really lose the, the, the great advancements that we have made to the entire world. You know, during the Second World War, we fought to stop Nazi Germany. During the Cold War, we funded Western countries, capitalist countries, in order to protect freedom and liberty from the communists in the East who wanted complete government control to dictate every facet of your life. 
you know, my grandfather came from Croatia when it was Yugoslavia, a communist country. And he had to hide not only from the Nazis growing up in the 40s, but he also had to hide from the communists. And he came to America. He worked as a skilled tradesman, as a diesel truck mechanic. And he found great opportunity. And because of him, my family has been able to succeed in America because he found opportunity in America that he would have never received back home in Yugoslavia. Wow. Folks, are you hearing this American story? I encourage all of you all the time, tell your story. It doesn't matter how rough it may have been, but don't be a victim of it. Be a victor. That's what this young American is telling you. Stevie Giarno is my special guest, and he is the student body president of where the debate will be held tonight. And there, and and and, and, and let me let me ask you this about the debate that's coming up. The mute buttons have been an issue. I mean, does that rub anybody other than me the wrong way? I mean, you you understand debate. I was a high school and college debater, national national champion, in fact. Let me ask you this about that. Is debate not welcomed on college campuses anymore? Is it just a one-sided view that must be touted or you must be shouted down? Stevie, talk to us about it. I think it's very difficult for people to understand that you can differ with people on the solution as long as the end goal is the same. Uh, you know, recently I was in a debate and I was talking about how Marxism is not a good thing and that it is evil and immoral. And someone on the other side, a Democrat, said, what's wrong with a little Marxism? So I think that we haven't looked at history as a generation well enough to understand the harmful effects of socialism and Marxism. And I really think that we need to do our research and look into capitalism, look into socialism and see the inherent good of of capitalism, which brings communities together. It offers opportunities and look at the harmfulness of socialism and communism, which takes opportunities and does not give it to the people. Michelle, as they say in the business, this kid's a find. Got to have him back often on the C.L. Bryant show. And uh, Stevie, uh, tonight there at Belmont, uh, I certainly know that you will represent well. And I'm certainly glad to know every time we have uh, a young American on the show of this caliber, I mean, you should be glad to know, America. You should be glad to know. Uh, this is the fruit of our labor, and this is the fruit of conservative labor. This is the story that he's told you about his grandfather coming to this nation through all types of peril, but he made it. That's what America's about. That's the story of my family. You need to tell the story of yours, how it is a great success story in this exceptional nation. Stevie, tell folks how to get a hold of you and uh, how to bring you to a place near them if they want to hear what's on your mind. Well, thank you very much. Uh, my Instagram is the underscore Stevie underscore Giorno, G-I-O-R-N-O. And I'm also on Facebook at Stevie Giorno. I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to, to talk about the greatness of America. Well, God bless you and keep you, son. And listen, uh, continue to fight the good fight. Proud of the way you're doing it right now. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for being on. Thank you. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryan Show, and that was Stevie Giarno. 
Giarno. Uh, he was on with us. And, folks, I got to tell you, whenever I have a young American on like that who uh, knows what where his bread and where his bread is buttered, hey, hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna support young young man had on yesterday, uh, the staffing solutions uh, young man from from uh, Orlando. Michelle, you've been you've been. Gee, I can't I, I can't tell I can't um, give you too much too much props because Christmas is coming. <laughs> And so, uh, but anyway, <laughs> don't you dare think you're getting a bonus. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you. That was a good guest. Very good guest on uh, today, uh, Michelle. We had Dr. Gina Loudon on, a friend of mine and and um, friend of the show, doing great work, America's Voice, America's Voice. Yeah, I could, I could see doing that. If we once the election's over, I could see doing that. And um, also, we just had Stevie Giarno on, and uh, he told his American story. And his American story is uh, just like your American story. Is it's, it's it's his story. It's a story of triumph. And even if you are not experiencing the triumph of America right now, you can any second. Huh? Don't you don't you understand the beauty of it? You may not understand how the situation that you're in right now can turn into triumph at any point in time. And I am talking to a person who may be locked behind bars. You may be on your sick bed. I am saying to you that because of a nation that has been a light to the world through its Judeo-Christian ethics, blessing and prosperity is available to you at any moment. It can turn around Legislation can be passed that might help your situation in your prison cell at any moment in America. It can happen. Hope is always there. Because of breakthroughs around the world that America helps sponsors with our funds, your tax dollars, you may be on your bed of affliction. You may be lying flat on your bed with a, a disease that today they say is incurable, but because of the uh, extraordinary and exceptional minds that are here in America and sometimes we recruit them in from other places the cure can happen tomorrow and it can be something that is produced look at how fast and you want to and listen 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 I know that you've had American politicians on TV talking about if, if this comes from if this vaccine or if the if the cure for it comes from Trump, I ain't taking it. That was Kamala Harris. If, if, if it, I'm, I'll, I'll take it if the scientists say it, but if it comes from Donald Trump, I ain't. I, what a stupid statement! Because they just don't want to give him credit for anything. And and, and if you listen to Lindsey Graham yesterday, the sad part about this Americans, don't you forget this, Americans, don't you forget this. 
Don't you forget it. The saddest part about this is that the only thing holding up relief to you, and even though, let me tell you something, I'm not all in favor of giving away money like that. No, I'm I'm thinking that maybe we can do it a a, a different way uh, through the utilities and through, uh, you know, do it that way. Give the utilities certain subsidies to sustain you. You know, give the utilities that that type of thing to sustain you. But uh, I'm not in favor of just giving away money like that. Yeah. I'm in favor of giving, uh, you know, so that we can, we can control. I don't know. It's, it's a huge con. It's a huge conversation, but I do know that so many of you are in favor of getting government checks. Okay, cool. We go along with it. I just want you to know that. If you're not getting them, it's not Trump who's not getting them to you. It's the Democrats. You see how that works? My opinion is not necessarily in line with the president's. It really isn't. I'm in favor of Americans helping Americans. I'm in favor of getting this thing done. But my opinion is really not in line with his. But because I am a fiscal conservative and because we are both conservatives, we see that there is a way to get there. We just disagree on how to get there. He thinks that maybe uh, if you put the money toward infrastructure and creating jobs and communities, maybe that money will actually show up as an investment as a dividend off of an an investment. Me, I look at it as giving people uh, uh, a fish instead of teaching them how to start it over, get it started over. Americans, you're not going to go hungry. It's just a matter of how to spend the money. Yes, there's food lines and it may be inconvenient for you to get in them. But the president has told you it's, it's nothing that we did. It's the Chinese who unleashed this on the whole world. The Chinese government, not the Chinese people, Unleash this on the whole world. Yes, they did. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we have um, built the bridge to conversation here today. Kimberly Fletcher. Uh, is coming up with us uh, here at the bottom of the hour. Kim's been on this with us for um, oh, a couple of years now. She's been coming on with us. And she's at the Supreme Court. Uh, today, she's, in fact, she's live from the Supreme Court where uh, there are women who are conducting a pro Amy Coney Barrett event. And um, so we're going to hear all about that from her. <laughs> Thank you. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you. Great day. USA. Yes, it is. Here in uh, the most unique state in America, Louisiana. Here in uh, Louisiana, we are having a beautiful day, at least uh, where I am. It's absolutely gorgeous out. I think the uh, temp is up something like 80 degrees outside. Winds, light breeze, beautiful sunshine, blue sky. Although tomorrow, uh, they're talking about uh, thunderstorms rolling in. So enjoy it wherever you may be, regardless of what it may be. Rain, snow, uh, sleet, um, um, whatever. Winter's on its way. That time of the year, it's a magical time of the year for me. I love the fall. Not necessarily that, that fond of all the snow and ice. I had my share of it uh, this past winter uh, up in uh, up in Denver, um, and I I I just I don't, I don't know. I just don't I don't remember it fondly. <laughs> let me let me say it like that. That whole that whole deal. Even though I love 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 Colorado, uh, really, I thought of making it uh, my home. In fact, this last. Um, place that you know I was going to call home. I did call home with my my wife uh, Jane, who uh, passed away in Denver. Um, love Colorado, but I, I I don't remember this last time. You know the snow fondly. I don't remember it all, and so um, I like uh, certainly you folks. Today, who have been on with us, you have heard what's happening. And as we approach late October and the leaves are turning everywhere, except in Florida and California. Let me tell you something. This is the end and the end of the age of innocence. Big time. Oh, there are going to be political atrocities committed in in the next couple of weeks that, uh, listen, folks, I, I just cannot begin to write or put the pen of history to them. I cannot imagine how history is going to recall the next two to three weeks. Especially if this race is tight. Especially if this race is tight. And I believe that, and I've told you this, 
the race will not be tight. I'm believing that the president is going to win big. They have tried to hide the facts from you. But your lying eyes can tell you the truth. Oh, yeah, your lying eyes will tell you the truth. Let me tell you what your lying eyes are seeing. Or better yet, let me tell you what your lying eyes are not seeing. You don't see Joe Biden stickers anywhere. When you look at Joe Biden's rallies on television, when he's coming out from behind his mask and then putting it right back on because that's what his liberal handlers have told him he must do in order to look presidential in today's America. You have to hide behind a mask of fear of something that you have a better chance of being killed in an automobile accident than being killed from COVID-19. Yet you go pile into those cars, don't you? Oh, and COVID's in there too. COVID's in those cars. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But this is that. But see, that's the point. It's just hysterical what's going on here. That's the whole point. It's hysterical what's going on here. And so, uh, COVID's in the car. COVID's in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a better chance of going out and getting in your vehicle right now, driving out onto the streets of wherever your city is right now, and being killed in a car crash then you have a chance of dying from COVID-19. Huh? So, this, my friends, is something that I am saying to you is that the hysteria has known no bounds. And you... For by for the most part, have been duped. Now there have been cases of people who unexpectedly died, and people said it was from COVID. No, it was from an underlying condition that you or they, and maybe not even their physician, because they hadn't been to them in a while, knew about. That's what happened. And so all I'm saying, friends is that it is time to stop the hysteria and let's get back to work. On with me now is friend of the show has been on with us on several occasions in the past. She's live from right outside the Supreme Court. Just finished a mom's march there in Washington, D.C. Help me welcome back Kimberly Fletcher to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, Kimberly? I am great. So thrilled to be with you, Theo. Glad that you're there. Kim, tell us all about today. What's happening? What did happen? Talk to us. 
Well, it, it's been it's been wild. But it really start like last week. So we have to start with last week when all the um, supporters, tons of supporters of Amy Coney Barrett, came from all over the country. And it's important to recognize that the, these moms that are coming from around the country are coming on their own dime. They're leaving their children and their jobs so they can only do it two or three days at a time. So we got an Airbnb just just down from the Capitol. So that they could come as they, you know, whenever they were able to be here, we stack them up in the, in the bed for the floors and sleeping bags, and then we can be here and have our presence. We had our purple shirts, we had our signs, and we we joined with a whole bunch of other groups: our Freedom Works and Heritage Foundation, CWA, and it was great how we all worked together. And then as we were all lined up on Monday, as she was coming in for the hearings last week, and it was raining, um, the protesters started to come down the road, and they that was when you caught you know a real glimpse of what this is really about they were they came in white hazmat suits and they were carrying these skeletons saying that um the president is trying to kill everybody with covid and then all the signs that said abortion on demand no apologies and they had one woman had blood down her shirt i mean it's just crazy stuff and it was so inappropriate but we're like whatever so then they come down around the corner and they 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 completely ignore all of the police and they've been doing that all week long and then they go and they and they sit down a bunch of them just go and sit down right in front of the Dirksen Senate office building so no one can go in and no one can come out. And then they do their little chants and they were taken away and the little plastic handcuffs one at a time and they like lifted their heads like they were proud like it was a badge of honor and we're like oh my gosh. So we spent most of the week last week in front of the SCOTUS and, and we had a press conference last Thursday which was awesome. And then today, we um, we just made sure that we were there at the um, in front of the in court building and, and having our voices heard. And, you, and there was a very clear difference between those who are protesting and and those who are supporting Amy Coney Barrett. They make it. They have. It's all about Trump. They had um, you know guillotines. They crazy things and we're over there singing god bless america and holding signs that you know we have a purple sign we're representing a thousand moms who couldn't be here so that was kind of the the whole entire picture throughout the week it's literally the dark and the light and we saw the same thing in the hearings where all the republicans are talking about the constitution and all the democrats are talking about you know Stuff that has nothing to do with the SCOTUS and attacking this woman and asking her if she's a rapist or a racist and just completely absurd. Amazing. And then to top it all off today, Chuck Schumer had to give a big speech on the steps of the Capitol right across from us talking about how this is just the most horrible thing to ever happen to America. Wow. Kim, you know, when I'm hearing you talk, I'm looking back on uh, justice, so now to be justice, uh, Barrett, uh, when when I I've seen just about every Supreme Court nominee come up there since Bork, and uh, let me tell you something I have never seen one as impressive as even keeled and in my estimation more suited to sit on the highest court in the land than Amy Coney Barrett. She is the quintessential American woman. And and you know what? We never saw the Democrats lay a hand on her because I just don't see how there's anything to lay a I I just love this this nominee that the president uh, is she was amazing and I couldn't agree with you more. But uh, apparently um Diane 
Einstein, and you're, you know this, you know, they, they, even though they said their little nasty things and they made it all about, like, the whole first day, Amy must have been sitting there going, do I need to be here? <laughs> <laughs> all she did was her presence created a platform for them to bloviate. And so that, that whole day was, like, basically wasted. And yet she sat there with such grace the whole time and, and all three days and just courage and grace and it just demanded, really, it, she commanded respect in that room. Kim, let me and ask so you Diane this. Feinstein, you know, credited um, the, the, the chairman for the great job that he did leading it. And now Diane Feinstein is completely being attacked by Chuck Schumer and, and all the Democrats. You know, Kim, let me ask you this. I have four children. Three of them are daughters. And they're, they're grown now. And I have granddaughters now. Tell me what does an Amy Coney Barrett and her bearing, her demeanor, what does that, what type of example does she set for our young women, American women of the future? I'm so glad you asked that question because all week long they were asking us, why are you here? And the the biggest, best answer we could say is because of her. Uh, it isn't just about, yes, she is a constitutionalist and absolutely we're going to support every constitutionalist judge. But the grace that she that she presents, it, it just, it reminded me of the, the um, live action Cinderella film. And it was all, you know, have courage and be kind. And when Cinderella's mother was dying, she encouraged her, no matter what happens to you, no matter what comes your way have courage and be kind and that's what i just saw displayed by this woman just amazing courage incredible grace what an example that is and and it is thrilling it is thrilling as a mom of eight to be able to to point to this woman on the court and say look at that we have a class act on the court the real the, the real measure of a woman is the strength that she carries without whipping the middle finger at somebody or screaming and shouting, you know, she's just incredibly graceful. And she's as someone that all of our daughters can emulate and look to and say, you can do that too. So it's, it's like, a, it's just the greatest pick that the president could have made. She is I impeccable. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, Kim Fletcher is our, our special guest here today. You know, Kim, uh, tell people how they can uh, be in touch with you. You've been uh, in this fight a long time, and we appreciate everything that you do. And, and Michelle and I, we certainly appreciate you coming on uh, the show with us. Uh, but tell folks how to get a hold of you, and then I have one last question for you. Okay. They can go to momsforamerica.us. And they can get involved in all of the great things that we're doing, both by educating our children and our families on what America is about to taking an active stand when things like this happen. Momsforamerica.us. Kim, with the three minutes that I have left, I ask most of my guests uh, this question who have been in the fight, who are shakers and movers, and who are engaged in saving this republic. Legacy. When it's all said and done and you hang up your spurs and you're sitting on the porch there and rocking in the chair, looking off toward the sunset, give us an idea of what you would want us to have said about you. I I want to see my little grandchildren running in the field with the sun in their hair and their eye arms swinging and their little dresses flurrying and their little pants blowing in the wind and being free. I do not want to... I do not want to be sitting on my porch telling my grandchildren what it was like in America when we used to be free. I want my children and my grandchildren to be free. And I think if people who are fighting against the president, against America, against all of these things, if they ever get what they really think they want, they're really going to not be happy with what they get. Wow. Let's preserve that vision that Kim Fletcher
Kimberly Fletcher has left for all of us in our minds that America where our children's children can, in fact, live in a free nation. God bless you and God keep you, uh, Kim, and uh, may he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And I know that you're going to fight the good fight because (laughs) you are fighting the good fight. And again, thank you for being on with us today. Thank you. You keep fighting the good fight, too, sir. <laughs> I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show, and thank you so much for coming along with us. That was Kimberly Fletcher, and we thank her for being on with us here today. Um, you know what? <clears throat> I am blessed to have uh, the ability to be around American women. And uh, let me tell you, American men out there, something. If you haven't had the opportunity to appreciate the spirit and and, and friends, only thing you do is tune into a a show here where I'm bringing on an American woman and you will get a chance to glimpse into that, 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 that spirit that forged this nation. Oh, Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. We, we, Lewis and Clark and men, of course, went out and fought Indians and everything. But it was that spirit that kept that, that fire burning, man. And the fire is burning for us to come home to the visions that American women have of the America that we have forged together. That's, that's the, that's the marriage that you you have you 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 forge ahead together and you build something with while you can you just have so you just build something you see and so friends that what that's what we saw in both dr gina She's out there forging ahead, doing what she does. This moms, uh, moms, you know, who, who are marching for this country that Kimberly Fletcher leads. This is what she, she has eight children. That's what she does. It makes all the sense in the world that you can do that kind of thing in a nation like America. Dr. Gina is a media personality. Kimberly is a mom. Do you see what I'm saying? It it, it doesn't matter what you do as long as that's what you want to do with your life and you're good at it. You you, You can make a life out of it and help others above all while advancing the kingdom of Almighty God at the same time from my discipline. From yours, even though it may be secular, it may be secular. I know I have a lot of people with secular slants who listen to this show, and they love listening to the show, and I like for you to listen to it because it's the Judeo-Christian ethic that allows me to be able to say what's on my mind to even those who don't agree with my doctrine. You understand? This nation is the type of nation where at any moment... You can see a dream come true. And you can see things that 
were seemingly impossible become reality. That's the genius of America. I'll be right back. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Oh, yeah. Fireworks are being set off before the debate starts. Uh, the president, of course, is one who likes to set uh, the, uh, the match to the fuse. And uh, here's one that I, I think is just I, I just love the way he sets it up. I mean, he is like one of the ultimate, ultimate um, men of promo men. He is, I, no wonder him and Don King were good friends. In fact, there's a picture of uh, me and Don King and the president on the stage with Sean uh, Hannity when um, he was becoming president of the United States. And Don King was one of the great promoters of all time. Trump, Donald Trump may have learned from King or King may have learned from Trump. But either way you look at it, they're both brilliant with promotion. Brilliant. I'm not bad, but I'm no Don King, and I'm certainly not Donald John Trump. Uh, I don't think either, any of us are him. I mean, he promoted himself right on into the presidency of the United States for all the right reasons, I might add. But uh, the president, um, in, in sort of a tirade, I guess, against 60 Minutes because Leslie Stahl is an idiot. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but, she, but you know, you, you'll see. You, you be sure to tune in. Uh, correspondent Leslie Stahl, um, he accused Leslie of uh, 60 Minutes of bias and hatred and rudeness and releasing a video of sometimes uh, this sometimes heated interview. Trump tweeted a link to about 37 minutes of uh, an interview after CBS uh, earlier Thursday released segments that it had a uh, that it said occurred right before the president's abruptly ended the discussion. Uh, in the video, Leslie Stahl asked the president about his political rallies, noting the size of the gatherings and the presence of people not wearing masks to keep from spreading coronavirus. You're so negative, Trump said. You just come in here with this negative attitude. And he's right. And of course, he gets lambasted uh, by Stahl because 
she tries to challenge his answers. And um, the clip shows Stahl and Trump sparring over the president's claim that he uh, created the greatest economy in the history of our um, country. And the longtime television host questioning Trump's claim that China is the biggest foreign adversary in the in the U.S. Now, Leslie Stahl wouldn't know Jack as far as the compared to what the president of the United States knows. And Leslie Stahl is a total idiot if she dare try and use an Obama like tactic saying that he inherited No, the American economy and American business was overseas in the toilet. We were energy dependent upon those same foreign people before Donald John Trump came in and reversed the the, uh, Obama, well, yeah, the odometer too, the Obama doctrine. And cause prosperity to come back to America. I will soon be giving the first in television history full unedited preview of the vicious attempted take out interview of me by Leslie Stahl and 60 Minutes. Watch her constant interruptions and anger. Trump tweeted Thursday morning. That's what Newsmax is reporting. Compare my full, flowing, and magnificently brilliant (laughs) answers to their questions. But the back and forth Sally's part of a longer interview that will air Sunday along with a parallel sit-down with Democrat nominee Joe Biden. Uh, did not seem to illustrate why the president and his top aides have spent days calling Stone uh, Stahl's interview biased um, and indicating that they believe Trump's interview would be deceptive, deceptively edited. So the president is releasing his own edition of the full interview. Chances are, well, I doubt it because 60 Minutes is all about ratings. CBS is all about ratings. They need them. And there is no bigger ratings getter than Donald John Trump. And if it's like uh, he says it is and he releases his version, they release their version, his version will get more play than theirs. He's already got in a built-in Twitter following of more people than listen to CBS at any given time. It's going to be interesting, but the beauty of what he is doing and how he does it is that he is able to promo uh, more people right now will be tuning in this debate tonight because of the way he has promoted this thing that's coming up on 60 Minutes Sunday night. Friends, that, and I know advertising, I know how to do that. I was in that business for a while. That is a master stroke. That, my friends, is a master stroke. And so he just increased uh, the viewership tonight, CBS, even though they'll never say it, they should say thank you, Mr. President. 
or whoever, you know, and, and let's say I don't even know what channel the presidential debate will be on tonight, but um, I can just ask my remote. Isn't that modern technology amazing? I want to thank uh, Red State uh, Talk Radio for bringing us into their family. And I want to thank all of you for making our show as popular as it has become throughout uh, the fruited plains of uh, the greatest nation on the face of the planet and the greatest uh, in the greatest nation on Earth. And the debate uh, will be one, I do believe, for the history books. We will, um, for certain, uh, see if there is any shift in attitude toward the present. But you know what? It hasn't been. It looks like there's a new kind of nasty. Yeah. There's a new kind of nasty that's being spawned. While the the Senate has approved uh, subpoenas for Facebook, Twitter, Twitter CEOs. And um, because they evidently were working in cahoots with Hiding the Hunter Biden story. Isn't that special? They were evidently in cahoots with hiding the Hunter Biden story. Wow. Because they were censoring people who said anything about it. I've been in Facebook jail. But um, <laughs> it was way back. And I used to go off and couldn't do nothing. <laughs> couldn't do nothing. And they finally let you out. Oh, you jump up and down about it. But guess what? We're finally about to get something done about this. Yes. We are. We're about to get something done about this. Unless, although I don't know, I don't know. I think the American people now will demand that something is done about it because I don't care what part of the, what side of the aisle you're on. That's just too much power for a platform that gives information to the world. You cannot let them get away with that. Looks like they just earned themselves a, a breaking up, being broken apart like Ma Bell was or AT&T, whatever. It sounds like it's about to be cracked up. Which means that there will be money to be made. Ooh, yeah. So we got to do the right thing because the money won't be made if you elect the wrong president. The money can be made if you elect Trump when they break up Google, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some breakups. Got to be. They overplayed their hand. They could have stayed silent. They could have played it low-key and quiet. And fair above all. They could have played it fair. But they didn't. But they didn't. And so now, 
they're going to be broken up. Just like Ma Bell, AT&T, broken up. Xerox Corporation, all that kind of stuff. IBM, broken up. Any monopolies that once were pretty much broken up. That's what's going to have to happen. Now, finally, get the popcorn ready. (laughs) And your favorite beverages. Get them ready. Because, my friends, tonight... Oh, it was, listen, it was one of those, it was a a bloody fight the last time. It was a bloody three-way fight because the referee kept getting involved in that last debate uh, that Trump and Biden squared off in. Mike, uh, Chris Wallace, Mike Wallace's son, Chris Wallace kept getting, you know, squared off in that. You know, and Chris uh, was like the little dog of the guy you're fighting. (laughs) I was a kid. (laughs) When I was a kid, I guess I was about uh, 14, 13, 14 years old. I was in this fight with this kid. And uh, I was I was getting the best of him, but his dog was getting the best of me. A little dog, a little feist or something like that. He's getting the best of me. That's what uh, that's what this is. That's what Mike Wallace was like. Mike Wallace was like a little dog nipping at Trump's heel, you know, because he was getting the best of Biden. He didn't want him to. It was weird. And Mike hadn't really made amends for that yet. In fact, his his um, his halo is kind of crooked these days. Oh, he was shining there for a while, but oh, Mike's halo is kind of tarnished. As well, it should be because Mike, you was messing where you ought not have been messing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, folks, um, none of us know what the future holds, but I thank God that I know who holds the future and I look forward to him directing and ordering my steps as I walk into my American future our American future and yours too and I pray that he orders and directs your steps and I ask that that's a prayer of yours that God will order and direct your steps through his word shouldn't wouldn't hurt sure wouldn't hurt you let him order and direct your steps through his word. (laughs) I want to thank him for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank God for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I am CL, and I pray that God will bless and keep you all. (music) 